Hey, this is Andy Lucas, pastor of Emmaus Road Church in Fort Collins, Colorado. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope this message helps you grow in your walk with Christ. If you'd like to support this ministry, visit theroadfc.org and click the giving link. In case this is the only chance I get, I want to offer all of you a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, we are so glad that you're here. If you are here and you don't have a church home, uh, we would love for you to join us at Emmaus Road. Uh, we meet every Sunday uh, at 11 a.m. And beginning in 2017, we'll be studying the Gospel of John. Uh, so, but we do have a couple of holiday services before that that I want to tell you about and invite you to. Uh, our Christmas Day service is tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, it's a totally different style of service that we're calling Word and Table. Uh, and so we invite you to just celebrate with us and join us uh, in worshiping the Messiah on Christmas Day tomorrow at 11 a.m. Uh, and then on New Year's Day, uh, we have a feeling that many of you might be up a little bit late on New Year's Eve. And so we are starting at 11 a.m. on uh, New Year's Day instead of uh, 10 a.m. So we hope that you'll join us uh, for that as well if you don't have a church home uh, already. Uh, tonight we want to receive uh, an offering. Uh, every Advent over the last several years here at Emmaus, we have participated in this thing uh, called Advent Conspiracy. Uh, Advent Conspiracy is, first of all, an invitation to really live out the Christmas narrative uh, differently uh, by doing a couple of things. Number one is we really encourage families of our church to, uh, instead of giving the big gifts and the lots of gifts uh, that are purchased at a store, instead, uh, really giving gifts uh, of ourselves or experiences. Um, and so we hope that uh, families that have called this, uh, that call this your church home, we hope that you're doing that. Uh, but the other way that we really encourage you to participate in Advent Conspiracy is we do an offering uh, every Christmas, and 100% of the offering that is marked for Advent Conspiracy goes to build wells uh, in villages of Africa that don't have access to clean, uh, a, to clean drinking water. Uh, and it's actually water, waterborne illnesses is one of the leading causes of death around the globe. And so uh, it is just a real privilege for us every Advent and Christmas to be able to, um, to, be able to, to just give uh, not only out of our hearts, but also financially to support this great cause. So in our offering tonight, uh, any, um, any unmarked checks will go to the journal fund of the church. We encourage you to support the, the ministry of our church. Uh, but if you want to give to Advent Conspiracy, we hope that you'll do so. Uh, you can mark checks, uh, wells in the memo. That will make sure that it goes to that. And I want to make sure that you know that whatever you give to, uh, to Advent Conspiracy goes directly to build wells. We don't take out as a church any administrative fee or cost. And the organization that we support does not take out any administrative costs either. Literally every penny marked for wells goes uh, to build wells in these villages. So we encourage you to give generously and openly, uh, both in support of the ministry of this church uh, and also in support of our Advent Conspiracy offering. And uh, while the ushers are, are coming by and getting ready to pass the plates, I want to invite you and draw, to, to watch a video, so I'll draw your attention to the screens. Uh, this is a song that was released last Christmas that just immediately captured my heart and attention. Uh, it's by a group called Gunger, and this is what is, these are really popular now called lyric videos. Uh, so we'll watch a lyric video, but we just encourage you during this video to experience the presence and the goodness of Christ who has come to us as Messiah uh, at Christmas. So let's, uh, let's give generously and enjoy this video as well. 
Well, I am uh, so excited to have the kids joining us in the service today. Uh, Kids, go ahead and make some noise. You have done so well this whole time. Feel free to make some noise. That's right. (laughs) They're always so shy when I ask them to do that. I don't know why. I don't know why. Hey, one of the things that I forgot to mention is that as you leave today, uh, we have a gift uh, for you, and it's a very small token. It's a lint chocolate, so I hope you'll enjoy that. But I hope that you'll enjoy it as a sign of uh, the love that this church has for you, and uh, just that you may enjoy the peace and grace of God uh, in this season celebrating God with us. Uh, You know, last season our kids presented uh, their Christmas program to us in phenomenal style, uh, reciting to us much of Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2 is the famous Christmas passage uh, that you often hear this time of year, and I actually want to uh, preach from that passage. Uh, But I I want to uh, have another special guest uh, read the scripture for us, uh, and that is Linus uh, from Peanuts. So I've invited him to join us. Uh, at least via video. Uh, so he'll be joining us via Skype uh, to read the passage to us. Uh, but I want to I show you this clip from the Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, but I want you to pay special attention uh, because I'm going to be preaching specifically from verse uh, 10 of Luke chapter 2, uh, where the angel says to the shepherds, do not be afraid. And so I want you to watch this closely and pay attention to what happens as Linus recites verse 10. So let's show that now. Everything I do turns into a disaster. I guess I really don't know what Christmas is all about. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? Sure, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid, and the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. There you go. Thank you so much for coming. Um, I told someone on the way in, why do the preaching when Charlie Brown could do it for you? So did you catch it? Did you catch what happened? Right as Linus uh, quotes, and the angel of the Lord said to them, fear not, he drops his famous blanket. Uh, Now, if you are familiar with peanuts, you know that Linus's blanket is always with him. Uh, In fact, it becomes a source of ridicule from his friends as they try to get him to not carry it around just everywhere he goes, but he refuses to give it up. It is absolutely 100% of the time, always, always with him. Uh, But in this critical scene, just as he repeats the angel's words, fear not, he drops the blanket. 
And I think Charles Schultz is a bit of a genius and that perhaps this was intentional. And I think it has a lot to say to us today. What I want to say to you this evening is that Christmas is all about the end of fear. Christmas is about the end of fear. Uh, Consider these examples just from the Christmas story alone. Uh, When Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant and he knew that he wasn't the father, uh, he had planned to divorce her, uh, but to do it as discreetly as possible. After all, he was an honorable young man. But the angel appears to him and says, do not be afraid to take her home as your wife. When a whole host of angels appear to the shepherds, they, of course, as we just heard, say, fear not or do not be afraid, depending on the translation. When the angel appears to Zechariah announcing the birth of John the Baptist, the predecessor, the one who will go before and prepare the way for Jesus, the angel says to Zechariah, do not be afraid. In fact, anytime an angel of heaven appears in the scripture, uh, their very first words are, do not be afraid. Fear not. Uh, it, It appears that Do not be afraid is the message that heaven has to say to earth. Anytime the heavenly hosts show up and they get an opportunity to interact with the people, their first words are always, do not be afraid. Can we be honest uh, for just a moment on this Christmas Eve and just recognize that so much of our lives are driven by fear? So much of our anxiety and our worry are, are driven by the things that we don't know. So we, we fear the unknown. We fear uncertainty. Uh, we fear disease or death. We fear being alone. And let's be honest, these are all legitimate fears. But in the face of those fears, what we often cling to is, is something for security from those fears. Much like Linus clings to his blanket, unwilling to let it go. In fact, the truth is we all have things in our lives that either we can't or we are unwilling to let go of. And oftentimes those things are the very things that we are clinging to for security, to answer some sort of fear that we have in our lives. But the beauty of Christmas and the birth of this this baby, this holy child, this God-made flesh is that Jesus separates us and frees us from our fear. Christmas is about the end of fear. In fact, the birth of Jesus allows us to drop all of those sources of false uh, security that we have clung to so tightly and instead cling to him. In fact, so at the very heart of the Christmas story, this this story as we've been looking at our Advent series is just a story filled with with wonder and and mystery and awe. And it's the reason that uh, the entire world can draw our attention year after year after year to this, this story of a baby born in a manger. It's full of all of these things, but at its heart is that it is an invitation, in fact, to stop clinging to all the false senses and sources of security that we have and instead cling to this child who brings an end to fear. 
You see, Christmas reminds us that our security cannot come from anyone or anything but Christ. And you might say to me, well, how can that be? You know, there, is, there are so many reasons to be fearful or afraid in our world, and that's true. And so you might say to me, well, how, how then can I just, oh, cling to Christ? That's a very sort of like pastor cliche, right? So how is this possible? How can we, in fact, begin to cling to Jesus instead of our fears? And how do we have this good news of the Christ child? Well, I think the good news of Jesus Christ allows us to let go of our fears because this story has an answer to all of our fears. That whatever the source of our fear The gospel of Jesus Christ offers to us an answer. We have no need to fear the unknown, for God holds all things in his loving care. In an age of of science and and certainty, we we certainly have a fear of the uncertain, right? Uh, We have a fear of the things that we do not know, the facts, the figures, Uh, We tend to be afraid of those things, but there's no need to fear uncertainty for God knows all things and we can, because we worship him and and give our lives over to him, we can in fact embrace mystery. We can embrace the things that we do not know or cannot fully explain. In fact, for many of you, one of the main barriers to entering into a relationship with Jesus Christ may be, in fact, there are too many unanswered questions and I believe the, the invitation of the Christmas story is just to embrace what we know about Jesus and that is that he loves you that he died on a cross for you. You see, we don't have to know everything. We don't have to have all the answers, but rather we can embrace uncertainty in our lives and just go on what we know about the character of God. In fact, I would argue that if we waited until we had all the answers, none of us would ever give our lives over to Christ. But I wonder if we could just come to a place in our lives this Christmas where we just embrace the things that we don't know instead of fearing uncertainty. We also have no need to fear death. That's a big one, isn't it? That's a huge one in our lives. I want to proclaim to you the good news that we have no need to fear death because of the hope of resurrection. What the good news of Jesus Christ teaches us and shows us is that God's will and intention is to redeem the whole person, including our bodies. And so we have no fear, we have no need to fear death, disease, or the decay of our bodies, but rather cling to the hope of the one day when God will make all things new and redeem our whole selves, including our physical bodies. And we have no need to fear being alone because God is, in fact, always with us and always present. I believe the, I believe the Christmas story it really means so much. We've talked about in our series, Christmas Mystery, we've said that a mystery isn't something that you can't understand. It's something that you can endlessly understand. In other words, a mystery, the mystery of Christmas is something that we can come back to and return to every single year and yet every single year find new things, find new facts, new, new things to stand in awe of and so we, we just embrace and recognize the beauty of this story as something that just endlessly captures our hearts, 
our minds and our imaginations. And so the Christmas story is in fact an invitation to no longer live in fear. Fear mongering is the devil's business. Peace, hope, love, and joy, these are the things of God. And these are the things proclaimed through this beautiful story. And so I invite you. I invite you to live no longer with fear at the heart and the core of who we are as a people and as a culture and as individuals, but rather live in the peace of Christ revealed to us at Christmas. And in fact, resist the temptation to cling to all kinds of false security and instead cling to this Christ child, the one born as Messiah, as King, and sent to us by the loving God. Amen? Amen. And so may the Christmas, in the, this Christmas, may you hear the words of the angels. Do not be afraid. And may we live with peace in our hearts and in our lives.